0: You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers.
1: Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt
2: and I am Jesse. Today we are joined again by Delta City. We have uh, Phil and Tony here. Thank you for coming on, guys. Always a pleasure to have you.
3: Wicked. Good to be on, man. Thanks for having us.
2: Thanks uh, for
1: having good. us, guys. Good to be here. Always glad to have you guys. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, real quick, why don't you tell anybody that ha- is not familiar with you, tell them a little bit about yourselves. Tony.
3: Like. all right cool so yeah we're, we're delta city we've been going for just over a couple of years now we make synthwave music um which if you don't know what that is is basically sort of 80s inspired um synthesized music so if you think stranger things or a film drive that'll give you an idea of, of what kind of sound we've got um yeah just you know come up with the idea to start this group a few years ago and uh, me and tony are brother-in-laws and we, we always used to chill out in our little uh, my little studio shed and just sort of said "Why not one day innit? and then we just uh yeah come out with a first album um and then taking it forward from there so yeah just been taking it a bit more seriously to be
1: honest yeah yeah we we randomly found you i mean how long have we known you guys a couple of years now
3: yeah nearly since the start i reckon i mean geez since yeah the right the
1: beginning yeah. of this podcast we randomly like i found you i don't know i think it was facebook possibly or like one uh, randomly you guys had been running an ad or something or somebody like was talking about you and i found your music and i was like oh dude these guys are fucking so dope synthwave is so new really and i really dig what you guys i tell you guys this all the time like when we're working together but i i think we, what you do is very unique on a market that's very mm. saturated
3: i appreciate that, man
1: yeah thanks yeah, yeah, kind of,
4: yeah. Can, that kind of can work against us though as well that a little bit
1: <laughs> oh you mean like overthinking it or like uh no 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 because people, people
4: people seem to like the same thing in synthwave oh, it's a funny yeah. old uh, funny old genre but yeah.
1: yeah like the popular like instrumental like which is like a re- a weird thing to me like i, I really enjoy vocals like but yeah. instrumentals are huge in synthwave some yeah. um, well, it's
3: something we don't, we don't do enough of but
2: what do yeah. you think is some of the like elements separating newer sounds in synthwave? Then, um, I mean, for myself, I think I think
3: that the the kind of more dark wave has really taken off now. Um, so the darker element of it. A lot of people come over into synthwave from metal. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, heavy metal stuff. Yeah, yeah oh, me, really. Oh. Yeah, me and Tone haven't to be honest, but there seems to be a lot of people. Um, that have come over from that background, and obviously, synthwave just resonates with them. And you know, you, you kind of, yeah, they tend to to go to sort of, I don't know, more darker artists, really, don't they? Hmm. Um, in terms of the sound, but um, so I think, think we're, we're a bit you more. Feel, up-
2: you feel it's kind of getting d- like darker overall as like a genre, like uh, the sound.
3: I, do you know what? Like I think there's just so many subgenres within it. I think it's splitting mm. more and more. If that makes sense. Yeah you've got synthwave you know that is the base and then everything's kind of sprouting off the top of that so there's loads of sub genres within it um now and that's kind of getting more and more but um yeah,
4: I think, yeah so I think the whole um the whole cyberpunk side of it isn't it is uh leaking out a bit more through games and stuff there yeah. seems to be quite a few mm-hmm. games with cyberpunk influences and
1: yeah really digital sound to it yeah digital sound and also the, the, the kind of graphic
4: artwork as well you know that really dystopian mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean, like, CGI. Enjoying,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying that that coming back. Like, interesting. It's been here, but staying for a while, and I'm enjoying that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It seems like a lot of uh, people are introduced to synthwave then through other sorts of media, mm. um, like mm-hmm. you mentioned before, Drive and uh, Stranger Things. Now, Cyberpunk. What is it? Twenty twenty something or whatever. Yeah, is that, yeah, 20- yeah. Um, Probably. it it's cool to see that it's being recognized by people in the industry i guess do you think it's more because it's like an insider type of of genre
4: i think it's uh i mean it is but it's also it's
2: leaked a lot
4: everywhere as well right? through games and through tv and through film and
2: uh drive obviously was the, the massive one but it seems like the people creating the the media though are the ones that are already aware of these these artists and sounds.
4: They are, yeah. yeah. But I don't know what it's like for you. But you've got um in in our chart music in the UK charts. There's obviously some groups that are starting to steal bits of the not steal them, but be inspired by the whole 80s sound. And they you know yeah. the, the old four four beat, the drum. I mean, there's a group by uh, a song by a group called The Weekend, which was mm-hmm. massive over here, called Blinding yeah. Lights. And it's just it's so synthwave, it would just be it could be underground you know Hmm. but it's 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 gone commercial a little bit in that sense but it's it's still very underground the big the big bands that started it the whole synthwave thing that we were into are still not charted not not labeled you know it's
3: Mm. it's not really i mean yeah gun Gun gunship done all right in terms of they got to what is it 14 in the uk album charts or something when they released their first on well, the second album, sorry.
4: Yeah, maybe they they come from that group though, don't they? The other group, Fightstar. So they obviously got they've got promoters on their side yeah. and and yeah yeah and
3: hundred no, percent yeah. There's no one that's kind of self built like us, I yeah. guess. Really blown, but I think they're. It's a weird world now though, because you know, in, in the age of kind of Spotify and iTunes and all of that, you know, there, there are artists in our genre that are you know doing a million streams easy on the mm-hmm. track. So yeah. it's not as if you know, they're still blowing up and people still you know, millions of people still listen to their music. So it's a kind of the world's a smaller place in that sense, you know, um, because you're exposed mm. to it. So, you know, um, you can, you can be an unknown artist, but be big if it makes any sense at all. But, you know, so.
2: I mean, that's like, I, I think back to, there was like a dead mouse quote or something where he said, you know, I'm not a millionaire. I like, I, I, I don't have a mansion or whatever. I'm, fucking still living out of an apartment can't feed my fucking pet and that was when he was doing tours and stuff you know and that almost speaks to that same level where it's like you have this notoriety but you don't have the like financial backing to Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like the shit's on stilts but it may Mm -hmm. look cool as hell but it's really (laughs) it's really flimsy for a lot of artists out there it seems like
3: yeah yeah, it's tough, man. It's a, it's tough. It's a tough. There's just, there's so many people now doing it. It's so accessible to make music now that you know there's this thousands, tens of thousands of people daily probably uploading music. You know, it's a it music in general is saturated. But I think it's just about carving your own. You know, like you guys have done with a show, just carving out your own path amongst all the boys and getting your own followers and your own fan base, and not worrying whether. You know someone in wherever has heard of you or if you know if you're walking down the street and you're recognized or whatever it's, it's knowing that you've got this loyal group of followers that that's what we want to build we want to build like a following you know so but so do you I- know what though, <laughs> though wouldn't you <laughs>
4: <laughs> do you know what though would you be bothered though that you know you're not going to live in a mansion like the likes of ed sheeran or something just to make a living though right would be ideal wouldn't it oh yeah I mean, just to spend eight hours a day doing what you love is, oh man, and getting paid for it and being able to live on it.
2: Being able to make that jump from something being, you know, a a hobby, quote unquote, something you pour, you pour tons of work into that people would still call a hobby versus what pays the bills, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess all it takes is one TikTok, you know, like challenge to like use a <laughs> yeah. Delta City song oh and then it's oh, like across the world. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, stories that come out of like those kinds of things, you know, just one meme challenge. Mm-hmm. That it's like a dance to a song and then every yeah. fucking preteen around the world is is using you know, your song. It's no. pretty Yeah. Nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, back to the small world thing, man. Yeah, that's yeah. We can. Oh, it's what you go from nobody to somebody overnight, real quick, man. It's amazing.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. We are gonna yeah. I mean,
4: this this destroy this kid though, who uh, distributes our stuff. They are distributing it
1: to TikTok as well. So you never know. <laughs> oh my god, be <laughs> catch there us in go. three months talking back to you.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll help you out, Matt, and I'll have to make a dance or something. That's okay. it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 we'll work real hard on that, man. <laughs> Just what I need is the choreograph fucking dance right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you, Matt.
1: Yeah, thank
3: you. You gotta get a full package, Matt. Come on, man. I'll come up with something, man. I'll be busy.
1: Well, speaking of being busy, you guys have been busy and uh the reason you're really here is you have a new album coming out in two days uh no not two days well yeah it, technically to the listener and viewer two days
3: Oh. yeah this is a,
1: this is coming out wednesday uh yours yeah. the album will be coming out friday 24th yeah that's right yeah.
2: yeah podcast magic some behind the scenes for the audience <laughs>
1: <laughs> Traveling through time, people. This
4: isn't live streamed. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't happen just like that.
1: <laughs> I yeah.
3: the illusion. Sorry, guys. Oh,
1: you're fine, man. It happens all the time. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Do it but again, yeah. though. We're, you're never coming yeah. back. <laughs> 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 but Four yeah, minutes. we'll be we'll be that much closer uh, to the release of it once this episode is out.
3: Yeah, amazing, man. That's 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 a good fault to. To think about, man. You know, I yeah, it's been a, a long road making this second album. Really, um, mm. I mean, we've got three tracks out already that that are going on the album, but we've remastered them uh, and remixed them uh, just to sound overall a million times better. Because I think from when we released our last single that's out on Spotify now, between that and finishing this album, I literally just studied my ass off. So I just learned everything I could about mixing and mastering as much as i could you know and there's definitely a lot more to come still but um i think it's a real step up in terms of the quality of the, of the sound you
1: know oh um, yeah so- i could vouch for that it sounds amazing everything i've heard yeah. that you've been working on hiding away in the studio last year basically
3: wow. <laughs> yeah literally one song in particular though that's gonna be amazing isn't it?
1: oh man yeah yeah, yeah. We did- <laughs> <laughs> nice nice transition i like that um, yeah yeah i get to appear that's right this podcast host appearing on the album track number six shadow warriors you saw the music video probably on the way in hopefully maybe you're skipping around go back watch that show.
2: yeah and if you're listening to the audio version make sure to head to our youtube so you can check out the beautiful video matt's talking about
1: hell yeah, yeah. thanks jesse um <laughs> yeah we i mean just that track alone so much work i mean a lot of man hours into so i can only imagine what the album's taken but it yeah. It was awesome being included in the process and oh, kind of wow. seeing the whole fucking grind and having yeah. a little bit of the stress, <laughs> you know, as well, like deadlining and stuff, trying yeah. to get like different versions to each other and yeah. all this and that.
3: But what an yeah. accomplishment, man, like trying, making that from, you know, we've never physically met each other, you know, how far apart that we live in the USA and UK. And yeah. it's like we've managed to complete a, a fully finished, fantastic track if you know i'm not buying my own trumpet with it but it's brilliant man your vocals on it are fantastic and well the
1: production man i love the beat dude like i i would listen to it all the time like the beat like in my head like but like the bass especially like the underlying just baseline and stuff it's just so so unique, man. I love it. <laughs> I
2: well love now it. that yeah. now that my co-host has become uh one of the interviewed artists here, how was <laughs> it um how is it working together? You, you guys mentioned that uh you know you've you've never actually physically met each other. What was the process for the three of you like actually putting this together? Um, I
1: mean it was pretty easy, right? I mean we generally you you emailed me uh, the it's version one the of, the sh- yeah, yeah. of the track, which was nothing like it is today. And, you know, I got the feel for it. And then we, we would kind of go back and forth. Like, I wrote a couple different versions of, like, the lyrics and vocals and sent them back. And then, you know, you guys would send me another updated track. And yeah. then, you know, I mean, how many versions did we even have? I, I don't even know by the end of it. I mean, probably a good 10 between all of it. Yeah. And, uh yeah. And then I just, you know, gave it to them and they tore it apart mastering and working over the vocals. And I mean it came out amazing, you know.
4: It get, it gets hard to keep track of uh what version of the song it is because it's like new new version, newer version. Yeah. Uh, version. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, like Which it, one put, is put it, a man? month
1: in there, like week, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like Yeah, it That's definitely got lost in time. But uh yeah, it was wild, man. Just like we've we're yeah. so far apart and like we're making this high quality music that sounds like we were all together in a studio yeah you know coming up with this idea
3: it's amazing yeah, though the first
4: uh the first vocal version you sent us i think there was a few changes made but it was pretty much the layout and the and the lyrics and
3: yeah kind of yeah it didn't didn't drift too much from that i mean i, I think the premise of that i mean the, the quality of each track just takes a step up doesn't it every time you know mm. uh, but- Okay, little
1: adjustments are- right oh, i mean
3: yeah yeah, yeah just, yeah. just i'm yeah, just adjust it adjust it and yeah i think that is i think i'm getting a bit faster at it now um we've worked on some stuff really recently uh just after the album so i've made two remixes um since the album that are both going to be released uh well one of them definitely is going to be released um the other one we're waiting to hear from, but, um so yeah we've got another remix coming out on the 6th uh, of March uh, of March of um May. May yeah sorry 6th of May is coming out um and that's with a guy called Spectral Knights. so he's another Synthwave artist UK Synthwave artist that we've kind of met along the way um and then yeah we've just got just like, like we did with you guys we just got chatting one day and um you know he's a really nice guy and yeah picked up the phone started talking properly speaking over things like Zoom now, and. Um, just really speaking about what our you know future process and goals are going to be, and you know he said I've got this track if you if you guys want to remix it, and yeah we've been sitting on it for a few weeks, but it didn't take too long, did it? Really, oh. probably only about four versions for that that track. So I feel like the process. I think a lot of my while we were making a tune that we've done, Shadow Warriors, it, I was l- learning throughout that whole process at the same time, and that's probably why it took so long because <laughs> I had to keep going back and going. I just learned. Is right, but
4: that was that was from scratch though, yeah. If you're doing a remix it's different because you get the vocal, the finished yeah. vocal. Yeah,
3: yeah, you get the vocal, you're gonna get the chord changes, you're gonna get all of that in there already. So yeah, it's not gonna be um, yeah, it's not nowhere near as difficult to start from scratch, yeah.
1: Mm, it's the importance of networking, man. I mean, oh, man. We're spouting about it, but I mean, you got guys like Time Cop that have been doing this for a long time, you know. Realistically, and it's it's wild, and it just goes to show like how easy it is to really just get out there and work with somebody, you know. Especially if you're just trying to dip into the music industry, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's so easy, man.
2: What I I am wondering now, what do you think is the most important like thing, I guess, in working with someone in this way? Like, what what's the one like quality or trait that's like overall they need to have in order to like make it this work because i i imagine you can't just do this with every everyone it takes a certain type of person to like sit down co- coordinate schedules work that work over you know an interface like zoom or a video chat to put together a piece of art um is there some like a certain thing that stands out with the people that you've worked with in this way i think it's
4: just a it's just it's just getting on with people I think it's just yeah, having that yeah. little connection I mean you don't have to be face to face to to see if there's a little connection there and I think that helps some people do it just for email I, you know there are bands out there that don't even speak to each other probably they just oh, wow. send it back and forth
3: yeah it's a bit yeah, more I mean, weird i like labels work like that loads of artists don't get you know they don't see who wrote the music or you know who's doing the the mastering you know they're just completely separate working on a on a tune and a record label will bring it all together but I think for us it is times bang on the money. I think it is, um, it's just having that connect. You kind of just know, like even just through some messages or whatever, you just kind of know if you're on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other the other guys that we're doing a a remix for, uh, you know, and hopefully, um, you know, this has some legs to it. um, But uh, is is a group called Tiger Side based in America again, Mm -hmm. Um, and we got again. I just put a message up about PRing. And this guy comes back to me called Elliot and, you know, I think they're a lay-based not they, Tone? Is that right? Uh, I, I'm not sure, Phil. I can't remember. I think, I, I think so. So, sorry if I'm wrong. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we we he just kind of, you know, said, give me a call and I can give you some tips and advice. You know, this is my background in the music industry. And I can give you some advice. And, yeah, pick picked up the phone to him and he's, like, a top, top guy. And it's just like, and then he's like, oh, this is my wife's band, Tiger Side um we're doing a remix competition at the moment if you, if you guys want to Ntel, you know we're i think they're, they're signed to either sony direct or, or one of the subgroups of sony um so you know it's a pretty legit thing and you know they're That's they're cool. all a really good, band, really good band as well um and um yeah so like we started working with them and you know again the communication just flows it's not i think you just gotta have that i think you just know i mean i haven't met anyone yet to be honest luckily uh that I kind of haven't gotten with in that process but i'm sure that that might come down the line you know as we do more of it um and i don't know maybe next time i'll let you know how that goes man i'll deal with mean, that- even
2: but, uh, even uh, podcasting i think matt and i we've had a couple oh, times where yeah. we've talked to people and like we you know we're set up to go and then it never really happens or something
1: or even yeah. like just the vibing isn't there like you were trying to say the energies of working with somebody like mm-hmm. if that's off man especially with music dude yeah you're not going to yep. get something that's enjoyable for anybody yeah you know that's yeah. going to come through that's the thing about music man you, you can feel the dedication to it mm-hmm. like yeah you can't half-ass that yeah you can't half yeah. behind
0: it can you yeah yeah uh, <laughs>
4: Hi, this is Amy D. This is the Why I'm Single podcast with my friend Chuck. Hi. Hey. And we talk about every thing. If you love podcasts that are
1: about being well scripted, well researched and a nice tight report that's not us. We're here to help you get through the dregs of everyday society. Get your mind off the murder and serial killers that you listen to all week and all that bullshit you
4: put up with at work. So if you enjoy having a good laugh, you like to sit back and have a nice conversation. Come listen us. we've got great guests we uh, have a great charisma uh, I don't know if charisma is the right word but it we're gonna roll with it so give us a listen we're on Instagram
1: we're on Facebook we're on Twitter's and you can find us on every major podcasting platform so look forward to seeing you
0: bye
2: support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped who's the number one in men's below the belt grooming Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels.
1: I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they they fucking snag
0: your nuts.
2: That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 Razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts.
1: Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past.
2: Yeah, and with our twenty percent off code plus free shipping, you're gonna be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there.
1: All you gotta do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscape.com. Twenty percent off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant. Your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later.
2: You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to Manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS.
1: Get your ball swag here. Now, do you guys ha- prefer re- like remixing or originals? I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm just out of curious. I mean, you probably do both for experience, I would imagine, but... Yeah, I mean, tone... Time-
2: yeah, I mean
4: the, the remixes are fun. They've been weird though, right? These remixes because of the whole quarantine thing. I've not really been able to sit in with you and
3: yeah,
4: uh, yeah. Normally we're normally there together doing it, which is quite nice. So these ones I felt a bit distant. I mean I did I did um add some vocals to the, the Tiger side remix. Yeah. Uh, but the other one, I was kind of just uh you send it to me and I'll be like, Yeah, that's good. That's crap, whatever, you know. And but,
0: yeah.
4: but I mean I personally I prefer I like the process of writing a new song.
3: Yeah, I agree, man. I, I, yeah, there's the. I think remixing, I could definitely, I could definitely do it a lot. You know, I do enjoy it. It's not that I don't enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Actually, it's nice. Um, but I think when we get to work on original stuff, um, yeah, there's nothing like that when you're creating it from scratch. You know, mm. the, the very first chord you lay down, or the first bit of the beat, or whatever and it's like you know there's nothing you're not it's just a completely fresh palette you know well, yeah exactly
4: the creative process is endless isn't it you can just take yeah. it anywhere you want kind yeah. of there's no restrictions so
1: only the musician knows the sound of what two puzzle pieces sound like slapping together right right you know <laughs> right. what i mean like the way when the bass hits the drum p like just right and it's like oh shit I'm onto something or you,
2: yeah, move, you, it run by, run you move it back by you move back by a half second and you're like that's it the <laughs> know,
1: tingle, yeah. the hair <laughs> raises you're like uh oh uh-oh <laughs>
3: yeah we love that man we we, we have that didn't we Tony? and started like quite a few of the tunes where we just hit that little moment and we're like oh we just look at each other like that works so well <laughs> yep. just that little moment you know so yeah yeah it's, it's awesome when that happens but you're right unless you do that you, you, you know i suppose you'd probably get another other working fields and stuff where they feel like mm-hmm. that but you know, yeah it's it's special moments well, yeah do I think you. it's good
4: to I think it's good to be critical a little bit of your own music and then it just it does get better you've got know when to stop but I mm. think we're, we're constantly making the songs better aren't we adding bits or whatever just changing a little bit probably to the the average Joe probably wouldn't even know the difference you know what I mean right. yeah
3: yeah sometimes with my missus I show her the uh, like the original tune like the version one and she's like, yeah, you know, I really like that. And then I'll play the fully mastered finished one, which has had, like, all them changes, as you know, in between. And she's like, yeah, it's really good. And I was like, yeah, how much better is that? And she's like, I can't, I don't know, I can't really <laughs> tell. <help." laughs> it's like, like yep. stop. But it's
2: like... For most people, this is wasted on you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In that aspect, yeah, that that is that translates with video and photography and everything else as well. (laughs) Like I swear, like if you don't have the eye for it, it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it looks the same.
2: Well, and it's like it's your it's your baby too. You're proud of it, you know. (laughs) and And yeah. when you show other people and they're like not as impressed as you, it's like you should be blown the fuck away. You know <laughs> I spent like seven days putting this together. You know what? I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't mind.
3: I think tone uh, is probably not as not offense tone, but you're probably not as good at criticism as as I am. like I, I, I embrace it, man. I want
2: Let's see how it, he reacts man. to that.
3: Oh, god,
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I do take it more to heart, I think.
3: It. <laughs> I
1: mean, oh we can relate to that. I mean we're in the open world and like we've started a war with somebody who put a dislike on our video. So I mean not
2: just one, it's several. It's a war several.
1: It's the same person. Oh, right, we know, we
3: know right, who you bro. are, Drip Daddy Sixty Nine. <laughs> Is that
2: in your last
3: episode? Is that the person you got on about in that one? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We we have a serial disliker. We like that. I mean, it's a running gag. And it's a show. gag,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, but the, the guy is real. There is a serial disliker. That's not a gag.
2: Yeah, we've meshed like reality with art.
1: So it, you can't really tell the difference. And we will fuck part. him up when we find him. No,
2: I'm that's kidding. not that's um, not art. That's real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man. Brilliant. Need to make a fight track for that now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Actually, some really over the top, like heavy sacks going on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we were talking a little bit uh, about the genre earlier, and kind of where it's going, and sort of the different subgenres within it. Where where would you say that this new album falls? Is it more on the darker side, like we were talking about, or kind of any influences from the cyberpunk type stuff we were referring to? How would you How would you define it?
4: I think some of the um. Some of the sounds we use are definitely cyberpunkish. I don't know, Phil. What do you think? Uh,
3: yeah, I think but, it does. We've got a whole, like, um, kind of, like, Japanese thing, isn't it? I mean, with the, the album, comes, you know, the, the title of the album's called Tokyo Recall, and it's like, right. uh, then we've got a track on there called, uh, I always get the name wrong, how do you pronounce it, it's own? I mean, what was it? Mitsuo.
4: Mitsuo's Revenge. Mitsuo. Mitsuo!
2: <laughs> Is that? It sounds like a Street Fighter character or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Papa. Mitsuo <laughs> wins! <Yeah. laughs> um. That's an actual soundbite in the song.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, we've got, yeah, I think there's a really heavy kind of uh, Japanese feel to the album in that sense. And that kind of, you know, they've always been ahead of the times, haven't they? I've never been to Tokyo, but it's like, again, one of the, Definitely, places top ten. I, I've probably top five that I want to go to in my lifetime, um, and it's just so futuristic. And I think that kind of that element. But then you know, it's again, as our albums are always a bit mixed. We've got some. I know. Like, We don't. have got like a, uh, the last track out is almost like a love song in it. In that sense, mm. it's a much slower number. Um, I and don't then, think
4: we pigeonhole ourselves at all. Do we really? Uh, we're not. You know, um, we're not. I don't think we're completely tied to one of the subgenres. It's good. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. want to spread it around a bit, you know yeah we do ones that are quite upbeat and happy, and then we've got ones on there that are quite um sort of dark sounding you know um so yeah, it is a mixed bag
2: well, that's good. Like, it, it allows it. for more of that freedom you were talking about
4: exactly yeah, yeah. why why do you want to pin yourself into a corner mm. you know where you can't do anything else? just keep it open from the start and you can just yeah exactly well your oyster whatever
1: yeah yeah, i've definitely enjoyed that about you guys you have a definitely a variety of sounding you know instead of like hitting like the same fucking essence in every track and having an overall mood which makes a whole album feel like it's just one big ass track and like a jam band session type deal going on you know yeah, yeah. you need variety you need it to keep attention span today especially if not you know well,
2: I'm wondering if like artists are struggling with that right now. You know, with all the like with the quarantine going on. You know, you're not going around doing too much. It's kind of tough to get that inspiration when you're doing the same thing every day. At least that's how I feel when it comes to yeah, you getting know, things and getting new ideas. Uh, Maybe. I,
4: I think a lot of the inspiration for me, though personally, doesn't come from the outside world anywhere. It comes from movies and, mm, and true. you know, animation and books and.
2: So this is a perfect time for you. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I was
1: gonna say musicians five albums. (laughs) Yeah, musicians are probably the number one artists that are taking in the best perspective. I mean, you can get visual artists, you know, that paint and and draw and everything illustrate. But I mean, musicians compared to comedians, look at the polar opposites there. They need a crowd to work. Musicians do not. They can they can realistically sit locked up in and be inspired, like Tone's saying, about film other music like whatever it is and write a whole fucking album perform it live on instagram Mm -hmm. and still get the fucking amazing reaction yeah you want to go perform stand-up live on instagram right now i can tell you what's going to happen you're going to have three people in your room and and you're going to have a shit ton that come in and say what the fuck are you doing you're crazy and this sucks
2: (laughs) what what is the difference in that because if you think about it there is like uh does does the musician not necessarily need the audience I don't I think really. so. I think I think uh, the
4: thing is I've been to a few comedy clubs and you go to those places and you just laugh, regardless of even if you think it's funny. The it's it's part of it's an atmospheric thing, isn't it? A comedy mm-hmm. club, especially.
1: Yeah, you fall under the allure of like everything, like somebody laughs, everybody laughs, you know. Exactly, yeah. You know, you can't even yeah. help the pattern that is there. And Music's kind of a solitary
4: thing, anyway. I mean, I, I find the best way for me to listen to music is through my headphones, so dude, yes. me, yeah,
3: so you know, hell yeah, man, especially like shirt, overhead so. ones like this. Oh, dude, yeah, I love like just yeah. fucking... Yeah.
1: bomb, yeah, hearing off. every fucking yeah. note, every instrument, yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah. speaking to what you're saying before, uh, my I know from my own dad's experience, uh, I guess there's there's a uh, a royal well, band or a group, a, a guy, a- Adam Ezra, he's keeps he's doing like uh lives on facebook every night for Mm. his um you know fans or whatever and just playing his songs from his living room so that's a hell of a way to connect with everyone during this too
1: yeah dude what's your guys takes on um quarantine clubs have you heard about these yet uh, no no. oh my god so djing is huge on instagram live now like so people are doing DJing and somebody was like let's make a club out of it so now they're doing zoom parties with like thousand people and one is really big called club uh club quarantine i think this one is like it was like it's a gay club but like everybody goes to it but there's a ton of these popping up now and it's like it's so interesting, like to that see works. this.
3: Like thousands of faces on your Zoom thing on a TV or something. Like, how, so, how does that actually logistically it's
1: work? It's so weird because, yeah, it does this. Like, as soon as like yeah. Phil will talk, and, it'll and take it. He'll take the mic. You know, the, the screen. DJ
2: will share like the music. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, the DJ puts the music directly in, like how you share with Zoom. Okay, and mm-hmm. it sounds good for everybody. But then you have like a lot of interference. I would imagine because everybody's like. Got speaker to mic, you know. Not everybody's hooked up yeah, like we are. Yeah, exactly. you know? I wonder
2: if they have a moderator to like mute people's mics. They
1: yeah, they yeah. must. Do, yeah, it's must so do. fucking wild to see though the things that are happening from this quarantine, man. You know, <laughs> on top of like how it affects yeah. the arts, but like the little right. interesting things like this that you would never imagine. Like, oh All yeah, right. there's clubs on the internet that you just join in the video chat.
3: I know it is, man. I mean, that's that. To be fair, though, that, I think that is more of the future. When I don't know if you guys get a chance to like play VR or anything like that, but I've got an once,
2: opportunity. To... once I get my government this, check, I'm oh, getting one.
3: This wrong. guy, this yeah, guy yeah. is dying for
1: <laughs> VR. He wants <he> one <laughs> so bad, like. <laughs> I feel like, like I'm me gonna that, lose my best friend when they get VR. Money. <laughs> the podcast disappears just out of nowhere. It's not because either of us died. It's because Jesse got VR and he just can't be pulled out of this <laughs> <that> <laughs> fucking virtual
2: world. The podcast isn't gonna die. We're gonna open it up on a new platform where people can see oh, the man, audience. Yeah,
1: no, I've got to meet him on the <laughs>
3: VR to do the podcast.
2: <laughs> just gonna have Matt on a screen next to me in VR. God,
3: <laughs> oh, man, come just, over there. Be like, yeah, it'd be brilliant man you guys should do it that's a that, no one's no one's done that yet first VR podcast show That'd be that, is, really a cool. that so is a good hook that is a good hook so
2: you have a VR setup
3: yourself? Uh, uh, yeah I've got Oculus Quest one minute my daughter's just come, come and say hello quickly
2: special guest ah. <laughs> hold on one
3: minute hey,
0: alright
3: hey. come in just say hello <laughs> 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 hey. here she is this is Talia hello. Oh well, uh, See out of the world. You might, you might. I'm not playing a game. I'm on a show, right? No, you can't. That's one
1: step up from your phone ringing, Phil.
3: Easy.
1: I what happens. Game. Kids have appeared on American Slacker before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had one sit by for a full interview one time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Funny yeah. enough. Really? Unbeknownst to me and Matt. Until about halfway through. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was so weird.
1: All of a sudden, the kid was talking, and there was like, "What?"
2: Like, I probably shouldn't have been cursing so much. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I've seen those videos on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, when you got the people doing like high high-profile press conferences, oh. who don't do the thing, and there's a kid <laughs> in the background.
3: <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> that's, like that news, that's like that news thing where that is sitting there. Oh isn't? yeah.
2: And and then his his out. wife cut his wife comes in like dragging the kids out, poor poor lady. Oh my god. Yo, that was so
3: man. I thought I'll introduce one. I'll drag her out
2: So you were mentioning so you're you're into oh, VR. VR? You got you got a bit of a VR setup?
3: Yeah, I've got I've just got um I sold my PS4 and bought an Oculus Quest. Um I had a gun, a mate of mine's uh and it's it's amazing, mate. Because it's like graphically, it's not as good as the high-end VR, mm-hmm. um like the Vive and stuff. But in terms of um, in terms of the freedom, because there's no wires, you literally just switch it on. The straight in VR, um, in particular, the Vader Immortal game that's on there, Darth Vader game, Ooh. is unbelievable. You're honestly, right.
2: that's the lightsaber fighting one, right?
4: Oh, it's good, man. Phil, Phil yeah, Phil, let me play that. He let me play the whole thing. It's not very really long, but i come out of it. I've done it. And I was like, wow, man, that's wicked. He's like, "Tony, you've been in that for 45 minutes. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was like 10 minutes. What are you talking oh, man. about? It's been days, <laughs> Tone. <laughs> I can't you, break you from it. You kept <laughs> punching me with the controller. <laughs> I like had be like Jesse, you know, when I come out. He's
3: <laughs> with a bowl while he's like trying to urinate in it for like 24 hours, isn't it?
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I awesome. watched yeah, it. it? I watched a video where a guy did uh I think it was 24 hours in Minecraft uh, in a oh. VR headset for oh, science.
3: That, man, that's crazy. His, that's, oh, fried. Though, man. Yeah. His eyes
1: are fried. So is it, it, well. especially
2: with a game like that, because there's like in in-game days and nights. So yeah, like yeah, for yeah, the yeah. 24 hours, you would have experienced, you know, whatever it is, a couple of weeks or something. What day is this? come out a <laughs> huge beard, all gray. <laughs> I mean, fucking lives.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know what the outcome of that is. I reckon that must be quite dangerous, so staying in that for too
1: long, surely. Oh yeah. I, I can't imagine there's much research on it. <laughs> no, I'm totally
4: disorientated from everything, man.
1: That's weird. Yeah, because you get I'm nausea like when you use them first. Like when you first get acquainted with them, you usually get you fucking nausea <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I could imagine strain it. on the eyes as well.
3: Mm. yeah i find that i find the um i mean the comfort of the the uh, quest isn't uh, um, amazing to be honest so i think an hour's kind of most i stay in it mm. um you know i'm just going to have a quick game on something it's like a fishing game or uh you know it's an espionage game or whatever it's, you know there's, there's so many different games on there. it's brilliant and What's the, the
1: fishing game. game i've heard that one's pretty fun oh, too
3: it's, it's so good man they've taken they've gone around like south korea or somewhere and taken all these like beautiful 3d vid like i guess photographs initially of these lakes Mm -hmm. and then they input all of the kind of uh animation on top of it so you know the 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 lake you know the
1: water water moves and like the the
3: the flowers move and shit yeah yeah, like you know fireworks going off in the distance and and you're kind of at one place but you're on so cool (laughs) just real like it feels really realistic for something that's so cheap it's yeah it's pretty good
2: I, you know, I think the more the price comes down on these VR yeah. headsets mm-hmm. and stuff, more people are going to get them. You know, if damn, we missed the mark on this, though, because if people were home with quarantine right now, had cheap oh, VR headsets, no my. one would have to cancel their concerts or events. Just pop yeah. one oh, camera dude. there, <laughs> do the concert, watch it from the <laughs> couch, you know. That's true,
1: yeah. Sure, yeah. But a vir- virtual marker of your like am, uh avatar so mm-hmm. that there's actual people there and moving like you're moving yep. cuz yeah, i know with,
2: with the i think it was like the HTC Vive or something like that they you could watch uh basketball games like that was in one of their commercials i think it was like James Franco and someone else fucking mm. sitting there watching uh an NBA game like together yeah. but from in their the front own- row yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. so yeah, yeah. It-
2: we missed the mark on on like <laughs> everyone right. having them accessible enough to be useful right. in quarantine, I guess. But
3: I wish this pandemic could have been four years later, man. It would have been perfect. That yeah, would have been,
2: <laughs> that, that would have been the been next one four years from state, now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we should be good right, well what is it it's every like 100 years or so it seems like in the 1820s they had a pandemic 1920s now we got 2020s we're good for another 100
3: you just gotta <laughs> plan for the next one yeah yeah, yeah 100 we'll uh, <laughs> be long gone by
1: then i reckon the vr might like, stepped up a bit in 100 years Holy yeah shit it's gonna be hologram by then dude it's gonna yeah, absolutely it's gonna yeah. be insane hologram is next and i can't wait yeah like i want hologram <laughs> it'll be awesome we can have like a virtual studio where we can just
3: jam out in, isn't it? We all meet oh, up. Yeah. Fake ass our like virtual, like piano just... Yeah, oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. a fiver or something, you
4: know? <laughs> You've seen those, uh, those holographic, they're like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a windmill with lights oh, on it. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It's and little, it spins man. and it just creates this image where the lights are flickering on and off and it's just oh, like a 3D image that rotates. It's like they use it for advertising yeah, and stuff. Good, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Unbelievable, man. Live, man. I don't know how expensive that is to buy I mean it doesn't look like it It's like a plastic fan with LEDs on the end I oh,
4: know yeah It's just
3: programming uh, the lights uh, to come on and off yeah. Yeah. So if there's a, an app to go with it Or a program to go with it I think that'd be a wicked shout for for live performance Yeah, like, awesome, holographic 3D stuff going
1: on behind Dude I mm-hmm. went to Galaxy's Edge And they had some kind of projection set up That there was no screen But it was holographic almost Like It, it looked wow. really good hmm. But like you could tell, it wasn't like it wasn't Star Wars quality, but like it was almost convincing. So it's yeah. like almost there for actual projection hologram, man. Yeah,
3: yeah. they've done a the two-pack cool. one, didn't they? They've done a the two-pack. Uh, I mean, that was a while ago now. The holographic oh, yeah. he comes out on the stage and, like two-pack walking around the oh stage.
1: yeah michael jackson too they did a whole yeah, tour did one. one, yeah 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 those yeah. are the systems that they had at disney is like yeah. whatever that is yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. some kind of Whoa.
1: projection. like it's weird and yeah. i don't know yeah. if they cast a little light smoke and that's how it catches or what but like it's weird yeah
4: yeah it's crazy and also the gorillas right you know the group gorillas yep yep
1: oh well,
3: yeah
4: yeah they do they do whole like shows as well with just their their avatars yeah on stage which looks pretty amazing man Wow, I'm not sure if that's done by screens
2: though. I, I remember seeing one where they had, it was a while ago, they had like a screen and mm. it looked like the cartoon band. Essentially, silhouettes. Yeah. Like, silhouettes, which yeah, is yeah. Really
1: yeah. Sick. I thought that was yeah. sick too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Is that how you guys are going to do the, the first Delta city? Is this is the <laughs> last time we're going to see your faces. You guys are going to go behind a screen from here.
3: Go <laughs> and
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael. Host of the Murder Mile True Crime Podcast, which was nominated as one of the best British true crime podcasts of 2018, is based on my five-star rated guided walk and features more than 300 untold, unsolved and long-forgotten murders, all set within one square mile of London's West End. So if you love hearing about new cases for the first time, all cases through a fresh pair of ears, and classic cases with a twist. All researched using the original declassified police investigation files, written using first-hand accounts, and recorded using authentic sounds from the murder location itself, then Murder Mile is just for you. Download the Murder Mile True Crime podcast on iTunes, Acast, or your favourite podcast platform every Thursday. Thank you for listening, and stay safe.
1: This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com.
2: Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products.
1: The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States lab tested and consists of cbd isolate which is the purest form of cbd this testing ensures that their products contain cbd and no other cannabinoids like thc
2: head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code slacker for a 20 percent discount at checkout
1: that's hemp-cbd.com promo code slacker
2: so tony you mentioned before that you know the outside world isn't much of a concern of you anyway and that books and movies and stuff like that are a good way to keep occupied are there any suggestions that you'd have for anyone that like maybe stuff you've been watching recently or you know what i
4: just watched a film last night that was recommended to me by a mate in london called maniac
2: okay Hmm.
4: have you seen that film maniac it's got um uh, elijah wood in it
2: no i don't
1: know if i have he He told me
4: about it because the soundtrack is is amazing man it's like a i think it's on netflix right i don't know it must have gone straight to netflix i'm not sure a netflix movie but the soundtrack is really like it's the soundtrack's like out of drive right so it's Mm. like it's got that drive feel but it's a really dark gory twisted film but it's amazing man really good i really enjoyed it it's all filmed the whole film is filmed from his perspective yeah so, the only time you see him is when he looks in the mirror or something. It's all like he's looking around and the camera's like
1: following what he's looking around. And
2: oh, wow. Really,
1: really high rating. It. Really high rating, too. 7.8 out of 10 and uh, 85% on Rotten Tomato. Oh, really? Oh, wow. You're looking? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Really enjoyed it. It's awesome. Because what
3: was the other one? He said that the. Because the, Elijah Woods got a, a production company or something where they make these like horror kind of flicks, but they've got another one that uh, Mandy. With Nicholas Brandy, Cage.
1: Yeah. Oh, with oh. Nicolas Cage—that's another yeah, good film. Yeah. I haven't yeah.
2: seen that, but I heard good things. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've not yeah, seen like that one yet. Yeah, on um, list.
2: Mm,
1: yeah,
3: he wrote a little list last night, didn't he?
2: Yeah,
3: Pete knows his films. To be so, fair, man, he does know like his films. Mate, mine. he's good with it. But
2: those will be some good ones to check out. I'm running mm. through like the all the Netflix series and stuff like that. All the hot, you know, more popular ones. Like I watched the first season of Ozark. Which was which was pretty good. Uh, I've been told to watch that. It's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I mean, it? I I enjoyed it. It definitely had some slower parts, but it's weird because it'll slow down to the point where you're almost mm. bored, and then like all of a sudden they'll ramp the fuck back up out of nowhere. Mm. Um, and it's a lot of like secrets and mystery and like murder and that kind of stuff. So that that one wasn't bad. Um, started another one called Lock and Key. Oh, I saw that one.
4: I watched that. Enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, it's. I had heard it was based off of a graphic novel that was really popular, and figured I'd give it a try. And it's cool. It kind of has like a Narnia Chronicles of Narnia kind. Yes.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, For the kids as well. It's you know, it's a bit like one be a little bit Stranger Things. The whole setup, the story's yeah. completely different. But you know, it's a group of kids it's sort of following them. Adults aren't really the main part of the show.
2: Yeah, that, that I really enjoyed a, it. That was a weird part of it. Um, yeah, I'm only like two episodes into that so far, but that yeah, that one's mm. not bad either. Yeah. Have you have you it's guys seen
1: McMillions? Ooh, that's some serious shit. What McMillions? This is an HBO wow. special, and it's all about how the monopoly game at McDonald's was rigged, and it went up to be even involved with the Columbo crime family. Oh what? wow, really? It's fucking crazy! Like the first ten years, nobody legitimately won any of those big instant prizes. No way! It was all family members and people that knew one group of people. Stolen
2: like, pieces and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Whole fucking yeah. scandal. Yeah, it's so wild. What I was like... About that?
2: Yeah, I got no, a I'm chance to watch it. that one. It's on Hulu now, too.
1: Yep. Yeah, oh, Hulu maybe, now. has yeah. it. What? Yeah, it's so weird. It's like one of the free HBO things they're going to do.
2: Yeah, that that was mm-hmm. kind of odd.
1: Yeah. What was that a
2: film or a series? It's a series. Uh, documentary series, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them kind of documentary type, um, you know, crime type series that are out now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so when nice. they're
0: done well,
1: though. I mean, you can't yeah. help but be like, "I gotta watch that shit," you know? Yeah,
3: definitely.
4: What you're saying about inspiration from films, though. Most of my inspiration of the movies comes from the old films. Okay. I just, I just always go back. In fact, even with my kids this morning, I watched Big Hero Six again. Oh, Man, nice. I love that film. That, that <laughs> yeah. could inspire. I could get inspiration from that film to write. For, that's to a, write good a song, one. you know. Yeah. yeah that's a
3: good so film. it comes,
4: it comes from random places, you know, not always where you're expecting it
3: yeah you know yeah i think uh, yeah even from my perspective it is yeah similar to you man just watching films or listening to something and i watch a lot of youtube to be honest and just random stuff you know um but then coming across other artists as well just kind of hearing maybe a certain sound and then thinking back to an old film or something and i mean one of the tracks again that we've got on there was inspired by um explorers the old 80s film oh yeah great uh, yeah, um, with River Phoenix in it, and it's yeah, really you know a classic kids film from when I was growing up. And you know, there's a yeah, there's there's bits in that that I've taken you know sort of taken elements or ideas from. Um, the actual idea for the whole track is from that, and it? it's star killer. But um, yeah, so I don't know, it's just inspired by different things really. So what
4: happens is Phil will send me a track normally, eighty percent of the time. This is how it works. Phil will send me a track. And Elias give me a title with it, and I'll sort of get getting ideas of the title, or there'll be a sample in it of a, a movie or whatever. And then I'll I'll use that as my inspiration, and I'll start off... I don't know, Starkiller was like... Because you had the um, Explorer sample in it, right? Yeah. And I sort of watched the film. I gave it a watch, and th- th- there's a scene in it, uh, a drive-in movie scene, where they're, they're actually watching a film on the film called Starkiller, Killer. And I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just I, I just pick little things out of movies that, I don't know, might be interesting or I'll be able to twist up a different way. <laughs> you know, I don't like things to be too obvious, but yeah, I, I definitely I grab my inspiration from little moments like that.
2: Do you think that there's like enough of these Easter eggs that in listening through know. the album, people I, can like, no. oh, I know. Because I know like there were some like RoboCop references and stuff in, in the last album, right?
3: Yeah, I think. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. From your perspective, tone.
2: I, I, in the I, other album. Well, like, to
3: be
4: fair, the whole our whole group was sort of inspired by Robocop because the whole right. Delta City thing is, you know. Yep. Yeah, it's Delta City. It's like the fake city that is setting in Detroit. Right. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I think the first album's a little bit different, actually. I think this one's been made a little bit differently. I think the first one, I, I wrote a lot of the songs on acoustic guitar, which has not been the case so much with this one. Yeah, Phil's been doing give me a backing track, and I've been writing over the top of a backing track.
3: Yeah, yeah. Which I
4: kind been- of, I kind of enjoy more. I think I do like both ways, but I think I kind of enjoy that more. Like you would have had um, Matt, so it's you can you can really get a feel for the song
1: exactly that's how i've always written my vocals to start with the you know a solid backing you know it doesn't even have to be all the instruments yet but like give me a drum yeah. and a bass at least to give me a rhythm you know but like yeah, yeah. it's very very easy yeah. yeah 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 Yeah, i prefer that as well instead of dry writing yeah
3: yeah yes. so i think that's a much easier process man. i mean at the same time for me it's quite nice when tone does an acoustic because he gives me all the chords <laughs> and i've just got to lay them down on <laughs> and and I can take it from this so this makes my process some fun but um yeah get back to that actually tone what are you doing <laughs> I want some chords to work off um, but yeah I, uh, yeah I don't know just different ways of working isn't it but I think this album is very different because the first album was a concept album so it was one story the whole way through mm. uh, we didn't have that this time this time it was it was different we just said let's make songs you know uh, yeah. and get them to work as an album but um yeah they're not they're not tied in in that kind of sense yeah Yeah. just
4: just an idea free for you're not following any sort of strict guidelines of what you've got to write about just do whatever
3: yeah which i think's been nicer to be honest
4: yeah i do as well yeah yeah less constricting
1: Definitely. yeah and the moods and melodies of the album go all over you know you get all different feels which again yeah. just it's a good journey to sit back and go old school with it go, Start at track one and go to the end you know just to see where it
3: goes yeah man, i appreciate that i think that's you know that's what we've tried to make is a, a you know there's a lot of albums that you listen to and there's you know two or three tracks that you like in it and that is the kind of nature it is now that's why people are releasing more singles and they do albums now because mm-hmm. it's to get traction, and in fact, we got recommended by everyone to not release this as an album, but to release it as singles. Mm. Um, to to going for like another year, you know, and then we can work on other material in that time, and there's no slowdown then in terms of your posts on social media and stuff like that. So I totally get it, but we wanted to make an album again that you'd want to listen to from start to end, and and hopefully feel like every track in it's good, you know, and that you like actually. I can, you know, there's albums out there that are like that. And I'm not saying we've created like some cold classic, but, you know, just something that you want to listen to all of it, you know, rather than just two tracks off of it. And then Uh, just,
4: just that thing though, right. I've listened to a new album as well. I don't want to hear the whole album in single form first. I want to hear maybe one or two tracks and then you get Mm -hmm. a nice surprise from the album, you know, Mm -hmm. just see how it all works together and the flow of it and,
1: yeah, you I gotta would- have the enticers, man. I've always felt that's the best way for a fan to receive it as well. Oh, there's a hit off of the new album. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I'm liking what I'm hearing. I cannot wait yeah. to hear the whole album. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But is there yeah.
2: an overall, like, resonating feeling that you are expecting people to sort of have after hearing the entire album? Because you said each song is sort of a different feeling in a way. Is there, uh, gestalt of all of the you know pieces as a whole uh, I don't think so maybe more of a journey because it does you know
4: it ends, on a, it ends on a kind of a low it sort of raises in the middle I don't know I don't think there's any sort of specific emotion that we're trying to evoke in anyone but I think, I think it's it, going to be yeah. a journey a definite journey I think listening to it
3: and it's a journey of different stories though this is what I mean like the first album all connected <laughs> or connecting to one another but with this one it's like you know, the, the second song um, is is a revenge song. You know, but it's, and then it goes into Tokyo Recall, which, um, you know, you're better off explaining that tone. Your your explanation on Tokyo Recall is wicked, but you know, that, that's that's a totally different feeling, and it's, it's, I think that's a way more upbeat song, and way more, yeah. Um, and then and then it goes into Hang On which is a real fast-paced kind of you know it's one we've got released already which is like a fast-paced you know you just want to drive to that song you just want to get in your car and floor it Um, sadly I've only got 1.5 so I can't do nothing with that but you know it's not it's It's, you know it's it's a nice driving song you know Um, and then we've got slower ones on there like the last track which um, morbidly I want the songs to be played at my funeral when I died honestly it's such a beautiful song
2: (laughs) I think it's a lot, it's a well, now it's game. on record so
3: yeah that's think... on record man there you go that's a, that's will and testament there you go. <laughs> you're
1: the first artist to ever say that like that song's so nice i want it to be played at my funeral <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that big-headed or what i don't know that's a bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, wait, what jack was that 12 you said uh, ten. Ten, I, lost ten, one. Okay. I was like, okay. yeah, remember that when you're listening, guys. That, uh, that's that's the track Phil wants on yeah. want his death. Just listen <laughs> to it with that view of Phil.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so you would agree with Tony then that it's sort of the album in itself is like, it's a journey. It's not like, oh, by the end, we want you to feel this way. It's more how you along the way of listening to it.
3: Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think it's, you know, I, yeah, I just want it to be, I want it to be something that's enjoyable from start to finish, but not necessarily, you know, connect all the dots with it, you know. Um, I think there's, you know, there's loads of albums out there like that. Oh, know, absolutely. That, you know, then that's, yeah, I don't know, I was just trying to get that feeling with it, you know, and that's why it was hard, it was hard to kind of deny what everyone's been telling us, which is don't release this as an album. When we, we knew we had this kind of like this package of songs that just worked really well together and, and would be really nice for someone to either own on vinyl, like if we go down that road eventually, or, you know, just download it as an album or download it to Spotify and, and just have it there as an entirety, you know, and it is a bit of a shame to to not do it with that. So, yeah, we sort of listened to no one and <laughs> just went ahead and released it. <laughs> and
4: also, though, think about how much album art you're going to need, man. If you do it all in
3: singles, oh, fuck like uh, that. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> well, a good there. point. <laughs> yeah, 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 be a lot. yeah I mean, Tone's on that note, man. I mean, the album artwork was done by uh, Tone's brother. So, month, I love but, it. Yeah, wow.
1: it's vibrant. It's got a, you know, it's got a little imprint of you guys' personality, it, music-wise, like right on that bang especially the album described writing an image can't be better off.
3: Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, mean, it. it's, I think he that cracking job with it is a really, really good, good bit of artwork. And, you know, he's, he's helping do, do all of our merch as well. Cause I think he's, I mean, he's done the fallen Fighter artwork as well. And I think that was really good with, uh, that was kind of the purple or the pink kind of Hudson out of aliens. Um, you know, kind of, cut up and with the the way he's done just even the text the way that he does his text is really good um so yeah we're gonna do some prints and stuff like that because it's yeah it's really good artwork man and you know he's an established artist and um when he, li- he lives in Canada now but when he was in the UK you know that was that's part of his job you know he done it for a lot of the high-end newspapers and stuff a lot of artwork and he's really good at it so yeah to have him on board and kind of helping us with that side of it has been brilliant as well really lucky man and there's a lot of people you guys you know helping us along the way and like you said earlier like networking is just so important i can't Mm -hmm. tell any if anyone's listening to this that's just starting out you know i would say get on with networking as much as you can now like we're we're kind of you know we've been building it up slowly but you know i think the the harder you can pump that the, the faster you can get things moving
1: yeah i would say especially right now we're in a quarantine area a lot of people are out there trying to figure out what their next step is maybe you want to create art whether it's podcasting any type of art like yeah working whether you're doing like you're drawing like you're literally drawing with a pencil like networking with people to work on shit you know is the most important thing you could do i think to further your career your art your hobby whatever you want to do like i just stress that to everybody in your life
2: like you get Mm -hmm. a lot more out of uh you know Mm. with others
1: yeah, and don't be shy. Like, do it. Like, reach out. You know, like to people. Like, people love to work with each other. Like, I feel like a lot of people just don't take that step. Like, you know, I'm not going to um, bother them. Blah blah blah. Like, work
3: with people. Like,
1: worst yeah. yeah. thing that
2: happens is no, they don't message you back. Yeah,
1: yeah. It,
3: it? Yeah, 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 yeah. same
2: spot lot. you're in anyway. I've yeah. had
3: that a lot from people, you know. But you've got, to, you have got to just keep plugging away. I mean, like one of the things um, is actually sunglasses kid uh, gave me this idea on he was on one of his live streams the other day. And um, I was asking him about, like, marketing his music. He's got a new album coming out. And, you know, what? what is it, you know, he does, um, does he pay PR companies? Because um, we looked into that a bit. And he was like, no, I don't use PR. You know, he's like, just think of stuff outside the box. And he was like, you know, what about getting, like, a gamer to live stream your album while they're doing one of their gaming sessions? And I was like, that's a great idea, but I've messaged about 50 gamers, and none of them have messaged me back <laughs> But it's a bit like disheartening, but at the same time, it's a great idea. Mm. And you know, if there's any gamers listening, we've got a couple of days, so uh, yeah, hit us up and let us know. But I think yeah, some just things like that, you know, working with people across, you know, we can help. You know, gamers, um, especially if they're making money off of it, they they need to use licensed music. I believe. Mm. Um, I don't think they can just play anything. Um, so you know, again, that'll help them out, and likewise for us, it gives us more exposure mm-hmm. into that world and i think we we sit in that world of kind of games and you know the sega logo and um the, the you know the delta that we do saying it in the sega tone is is it's all everything we do kind of comes from that you know the gaming industry and the, the movies and stuff so you know in the whole 80s kind of where it all started you know i guess that's why we incorporate all of that into our music so yeah that'd be cool to do
1: That'd be awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you guys on the on the show. Uh, real quick before we go, yeah. how do the people get at you? Where do they find Delta City?
4: Time. So we're on Instagram under Delta City Music. Um, we're on Facebook as just Delta City, I think. But basically, Instagram's our big one. Facebook's getting bigger. Um, we're on YouTube, which we need to update our site a bit with all the new stuff. Yeah, Um That's-
3: uh, the the video you just seen will be coming on there as well. That's Delta City Music um, and website as well. Is- yeah, I reckon.
4: Yeah, I reckon in a in a in a few months' time, we should have a website up and running as well. Hopefully, which would nice. be a lot easier, one place with all of our handles on it for people to find yeah. us.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, definitely. You but guys yeah, got Delta some City, great merch.
3: Delta-
1: Don't forget that merch. That look at that hat, man. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, big yeah. Delta City Delta City Music at Big Cartel. Go check out our web page there for yeah, that's
3: all getting updated some yeah let's get up yeah. On. uh yeah so yeah man help support the calls you know it's all good
1: hell yeah hell yeah man so gamers get at them play their fucking album play it while you're twitching all that you got the okay from them just hit them up great music that you could be uh you know killing 14 year olds too on cod or whatever you're into. <laughs> hitting people on minecraft with a sword i don't know
2: yeah. What are the kids doing
1: these days? I don't know, man.
2: And and just a last <laughs> little, just a last little thought to throw in there. If you want to hear more from Delta City, uh, listen to episode 123 of American Slacker Podcast, and you can hear them talk a little bit more.
1: Ah, younger Delta City, a younger Matt and Jesse man. See
2: how they've <sighs> changed. How how's the years changed? Now?
1: That's before we saw the <laughs> pandemic coming. Oh my god. We were we, we no were all
2: so naive, <laughs> like we could live man. life outside and all that.
1: <laughs> took it for granted How yeah. hmm? times have changed though uh, well <laughs> Phil, Tone, thank you again for coming on guys uh, we love having you on I love working with you guys It's uh, it's been nothing short of a fucking pleasure
4: yeah. thanks guys uh, we'll, do this again.
1: we'll do this again soon um, and yeah. hey guys, check us out uh, you can catch me at MWG Media on Instagram Matty G from HP on Xbox catch the hands
2: and I'm at Landers the plane on everything
1: alrighty people, love everyone Tuning in at home, tuning on YouTube, listening, whatever you're doing. Hey, be careful out there. Till next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America, America. We're passing America. I'm I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We're talking America, America. We're America, We're second America.
2: Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker.
0: Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all of my slip you fall like dominoes bitch stuck in my ways, fucking high days fucking sideways in the driveway we smoking america we passing I'm, pass I'm. I'm mapping america i'm second America america we talking America we talking america we blazing america this is fucking america we second america we second america america